We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is brought to you by the Chicago Golf Show. For tickets, visit chicagogolfshow.com. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. Yeah, I'm back. Lawrence Holmes. Lately, with the White Sox on all levels, there's been a choice. The better way to do it or the White Sox way to do it. Mazzara, who's all for two. Strike three. Eaton, nobody like you in a White Sox uniform in the clubhouse. Okay. In the end, Tony was the choice because it's believed that Tony is the best man to take us to win, help us win championships over the next several years. The short Anderson oh, handcuff man. again. Another run is in. It is an absolute comedy of errors for the White Sox here in Cleveland. And the White Sox way to do it has been bad. Ooh, was it really a good idea to jump out and? Get Mike Clevenger? I mean, we got baseball questions. I'm more than happy to talk about my mechanical changes I made in the offseason to get back to where I'm at. Any, any of these questions. And now, what seemingly is their strategy with dealing with the media in town? You have a choice. You can do it the better way or the White Sox way. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. If you're a partisan, you're like one of our supporters. And you see somebody struggling, that's like, you know, if you see your wife struggling, you're going to pat her on the back, right? So that's kind of one of those things. We're on the same umbrella, I think. we got to support each other. We support you. We make ourselves access to you, yeah. you know, when you want to talk to us. So it's just kind of one of those things that we all got to be, you know, be on a positive screen and pull from the same screen. Was I tearing you down? No, you weren't tearing me down. You just make it. You was causing a lot of confusion. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. That's an interesting quote from T.A. I think I might have missed a little aspect in there that merits further discussion. Wow. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. A very pleasant morning to you. And we are looking forward to talking White Sox and Bulls and baseball and college buckets and really whatever we want. Whatever feels good, because i, I got to catch up on a couple of days' worth of stuff here. Yeah, it's good to see you, Dan. Good to see you, too. Good to see everybody. I mean, we saw you yesterday, but it was a little weird. <laughs> well, yeah, because I had to come get my car, because I was in the hospital for two days. You, you looked... You looked... You looked like someone who had just escaped somewhere. Had gotten paroled because <laughs> we're we're in the middle of the meeting. I'm like, all right, so Layla, what? Andy, Andy Dufresne getting out of the fam, <laughs> fam. 
<laughs> Dan, Dan walked into the middle of our meeting. He's like, hi, guys. Don't get too close. I haven't showered in two days. I just came to get my car. Wait, why was your car here? Well, I was over there. <laughs> Dan had the look of some of the dudes that were on the CTA bus the day I had jury duty at 26 in California. It's exactly what it was. <laughs> he had a bag with clothes. He did. He a, a he clear looked, plastic bag with a sticker on it, all my personal like belongings. Lewis Winthorpe getting out of jail. Like that that's what, what it looked like. That's what it felt like. That it felt like I had to sign all the papers <laughs> and let you out. No, everything everything is mostly okay. I uh I think I I think Layla's line is still the best when I explained exactly what was going on. Um, what happened was I had a heart scare. And there's a, there's a couple of components here, but I, I went in for my annual physical, and I've been dealing for a while now with some stubbornly high blood pressure that have been on medication that has done okay and sort of taken it from horrible to not so horrible and – there's I've also there, there's an anxiety component on this. There's the physical side and there's a mental health side on here too that we're also dealing with. And it turned out that the my actual worry, my intense worry about some of my actual issues conflated to create what could mimic a heart event. And it, my my doctor, out of the utmost caution, saw some statistics who said, look, I don't like the way this looks, and we need to raise the level of concern on this. So I went immediately from my physical to the ER to a room to eventually a stress test and m- multiple cardiologists and lots of probing and and – and lots of blood work, and it was you know it's, uh, things sticking out of me, and lots of beeping. There's just a tremendous amount of beeping and sexting, and texting, and texting, <laughs> and so they eventually an angiogram, which revealed everything's okay, no blockages. I left the room, and they said your coronary arteries look terrific. They said these are the best coronary arteries we've seen all day, and I said that's because everyone else is ninety. So. And they, said, and they said, no, with their 90, we don't usually bother with the with, with this. So everybody's really cool, and folks at Northwestern were great. The bottom line is that there, that were, were, there there's no emergency. There was no event. There was no attack. There were no blockages. We've just got to figure out both sides of it, and that, that's where we are. That just to, to understand that the, the, the mental health side can affect the physical side, and you need really smart people – and really good dialogue to sort of figure out where those things meet and make sure you're as healthy as possible. So make sure you talk to your doctors and talk to your therapists and get checkups. It's important, but mo- mostly okay. Did you Thanks come for the in, concern? Did you come in here because you know I'm I'm a big proponent of I need to see your face. Did you come in here so that we could see your face? Yeah, I I. I I was I, I was ready to get on the elevator and just go down to my car because I walked from Northwestern here just to get my car. And I'm like, you know what? I'm here. I might as well just allay any fears and just pop in and say I'm I'm mostly all right and say hi and then leave. So I, I did I did want to do that. But but let me tell you what was going on. So you know when you go to the hospital, they take you out of your clothes and they put you in a gown. And then they put your clothes in a little baggie. 
So that's what Dan was carrying. He was carrying his little baggie of clothes. And so he he basically ran into our room where we meet like Kramer on Seinfeld. Came sliding in. <laughs> Just kind Did of, slide. Oh, hi guys, what's going uh, on? Hi guys. Yeah. I'm not here to work. Um, I'm fine. I just want to let everyone know I'm fine. Don't get too close. I haven't showered in two days. You yeah, look and- awful. I'm so ashamed. Those clothes and those shoes and, and you smell. I smell... Penelope, do you realize where I've been since yesterday? They beat me up and stole my clothes. Those men wanted to have sex with me. <laughs> well, I, I, thought, I thought Layla had the best line. So Layla said, wait a second. So you have a medical issue, and the fact that you're worrying about this specific medical issue made the actual medical issue demonstrably worse I said, yes. She said, that's the most on-brand thing I've ever heard. It's the most Dan thing so, ever. Yeah, they should actually name this particular syndrome after me. It's like, there's a thing, but actually not being able to keep yourself from worrying about the thing is making the actual thing clinically worse. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of people go, I mean, I know I, I'm, we, it's funny, like, because we both had, like, big-time doctor's appointments in the last seven days, and I know that... I was getting ready to see my gastro, and I haven't felt like quite right. Now, Jay Zawoski would have Mike Astro <laughs> as your doctor's name. <laughs> That's not his name. No, it's my gastro. My gastro. It's right. uh, like Mike Artiologist. And there were some things that had been going on since like Christmas. I was like, I don't know. Like, and most of the most of the tests like kind of came back like clean. And I was just sitting there going, "Did I manifest it, this?" There's 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 something in that gray area. I'm learning more and more every day. Like the 480 says here, says I've got high blood pressure too and a bit of white coat syndrome. White coat hypertension. Basically, what I have done, there is something called white coat hypertension, which will drive your numbers up when you get nervous when you're at the doctor and things get measured. And it's funny because after I left the doctor, and like you know, you get like. U of C is really good. Like they get you your test results like real so fast. So does Northwestern, right to your phone, right to your app in the portal. Right. So I'm I'm going through and I was like, oh, I thought that would be a lot higher. I thought this was would be out of scale, like all of this stuff. And then I felt better. And I was like, now I feel kind of normal. Like I've been since Christmas not feeling a hundred percent me. And then yesterday I woke up and I was like, huh, kind of feel normal gonna do like a full workout and everything so yeah man i think that 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 combination of mm-hmm. you know mental plus physical and like what we can do to ourselves yeah, it's, it's it's real it is real in some of that i wouldn't call it manifestation but some of that where being nervous and being anxious about something can change your heart rate it can change your blood pressure it can change the your brain waves that there is there is something about managing both sides of it. So, you know, th- thankfully they were able to that they took every precaution and they're like, look, this might be this. We got to rule out this, rule out this, rule out this. Make sure there's no damage being done to the heart muscle, etc. And they were they were terrific. I learned a lot. Good. I learned a lot. I learned about a, a heart enzyme called troponin, which I had never heard of before. Where they Didn't actually he play like third for the White Sox no, in the seventies. That that's a, it's a critical enzyme that your heart will will release when there is actual damage to the muscle, 
and that is a blood marker that they use immediately to measure if there is something super serious going on. I didn't know that there was something in the blood that could determine a major heart event, but it's called it's an enzyme called troponin. That uh, so you know me, I'm soaking all this stuff up, yeah. learning from all these people. Yeah, you're a doctor on radio. And the last doctor who came in, who was actually the most reassuring, looked and sounded exactly like Tom Share. Oh, <laughs> so it was it was uncanny. Hawaiian, hey, my brother, look alive. <laughs> look alive, my brother. So I just and I'm like, whoa, who? It was like Doctor Tom Share is coming in to make everything okay. And the stress test, the stress test guy was like, hey, love the show, man. And the guy that checked me in, he was like, hey, I've been, you know, say hi to Lawrence for me. I live not far from HF. He said, I listen every day between 1130 and Oh, noon. that's awesome. Yeah, he was a really good dude. So shout out to him. Are you are you proud that you were able to do an NBA pre-draft style stress test to- and survive? He told me after. He said, I gave you the same speed changes and incline changes that we give the incoming NBA draftees. Like, seriously? Why'd you do that to me, man? Like, look at me. I'm 53 and five foot nine. Dripping sweat. And I'm like, he's like, no. He said, I think. And even the cardiologist said something when they came up to look. It's like, boy, they, they gave you a really hard stress test. I said, what do you mean? He's like, usually it doesn't last this long and doesn't get up to this point. So that, they kind of worked you over. I was like, oh, oh. Were, they, were they not supposed to? And he's like, yeah, we, we didn't expect it to. Like, he showed the, the length of the tape. He's like, this is, it was like a CVS receipt. So we could, we could. Theorized that that doctor was trying to kill you. Well, no, the tech was. Yeah, that wasn't even a doctor. The, the, the tech was trying to kill you. Yeah, and then it, it was a dude that shaved my chest. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I ended up with a free chest shaving. You got, and, got felt up, and, and even better, <laughs> even better were the two lovely nurses that had to prep me for the angiogram. Oh, oh, because of the because if they can't because if they can't do go into the wrist, which which they did, they have to prepare both sides of the groin to go in through that artery. So it's like they said, "Well, we have to prepare it." I was like, "Do what you got to do. It's your job. Sucks for you." Please prepare yeah, it. I'm so sorry that this is your job, but uh, hello, doctor. I am now prepared. <laughs> I am very prepared. <laughs> do what you. I mean, go ahead. Well, Dan, we're all happy that you're back. It, it, it made us all smile that you came here stinky <laughs> yesterday with your bag of clothes. Happy to be here. And uh, I've got and I know there's a lot of stuff that you wish to discuss. Yeah, I want to talk a little about uh, this, this TA stuff, uh, and uh, we'll do it next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. We're on the same umbrella. I think we should all be pulling from the same screen and not tearing each other down. That's Tim Beckman. I mean, Tim Anderson. Talking to Chuck Garfine. And look, I like Tim. I really do. I And, and I, I, I wish that major league sports teams at every level did a better job educating their players about what the, the different roles in the media are. And I wish, in general, more people understood how that works. Where Because teams are intentionally blurring lines now where they own networks and they own pieces of networks. And they and so are we, too. Like it, sure. it's, We're also blurring lines when it comes to some of this stuff. I, I think that we bear some responsibility in it, too. I don't think that there have been enough dialogue is the word I use, like replying to Tim on Twitter, but I, I don't think that there's been enough of it. I also think that specifically the White Sox, like I think that the White Sox don't do a good enough job. Their tactic when upset with a media member or a station or network or newspaper their tactic is to be passive aggressive or to freeze that entity out. And I always think that it's a mistake. Or to just add it to the pile of things that scab over. Yeah, or or things that they can then throw. You know, some of it is is really childish and somewhat funny. Like the way Farmio used to be like, oh, you guys are the Cubs network now, you know. Like there's that stuff. And there's some of that stuff that goes on. Uh, with them specifically. And I know that they would hate me saying this, and they'll probably hate me saying it in, now. The Cubs don't play that game. They don't that care. Game. They don't care. And they all the Cubs also know there's no there's never a good reason to antagonize your own fans. There's never a good reason to make it harder to feel good about your team. Yes. And and with with every little drip drip of this with the White Sox recently, it just makes me sad where I I don't I don't want to have cognitive dissonance about my team. I I never want to, in any way to root against a team where that's the whole fun of sports, man. Is sitting down hoping your team wins and 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 getting behind your guys. I'm, I'm and I'm I'm with TA on that. But from a professional standpoint, he's got to realize it's not your job. And, and and of all people, Chuck Garfine? It's Chuck Garfine. The guy bends over backwards. You know what it takes? And we said it near the end of the year. Like it was like when you've lost Cronkite, you've lost the nation. When I said when you've lost Chuck, when Chuck is at his wit's end, when he's throwing things at Ozzy, when when that stuff is going on, like he's he's living and dying. Like you sh- you should look to him as a benevolent gatekeeper of fandom. Mm-hmm. And and when when you're trying to antagonize him or you're, you're expressing disappointment in him, like it's just it's just missing the point. And I, I would say this to to Tim Anderson, man, if you knew our restraint. If you really could appreciate our restraint last year through all of this, and 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 if and if you want to have a, if you want to have a talk about what we didn't talk about 
and what we haven't talked about. And in that slump and in that power, uh, the the dearth uh, immediately, the, the the loss of power, and wondering, like you know, what's going on with him, and what potential distractions there are, and all the social media uproar and things going on. And my eyebrows, I, and I guess I missed it. He said, "You see." That he actually said, with no self awareness, he said, "You see your wife struggling. You're going to pat her on the back." Okay, all right. Well, that that's that's lovely, but I hope he knows the the real restraint we've shown out of just general professional courtesy about what matters, what doesn't, what should matter, what can be seen as petty and tawdry, and understanding. That that line things things that we consider to be below the standard of discourse when it comes to talking about a particular player or a team. That's another thing that I think the White Sox as an organization don't quite understand. Um, that they don't understand like how bad things could be, and and how bad they aren't. And it it it's frustrating. Like it's really, really frustrating. I I'll say this because you know I I was like all right because I, I was seeing some of the reaction to it, and we'll have Ryan McGuffey on the show, and I know that he didn't necessarily want to talk about the podcast, and then was like yeah you know what screw it you know I'll I'll come and talk about it. I went back and listened to it again, and yeah, obviously like there's a bunch of great stuff in there where Tim is talking about the things that have gone wrong for the White Sox and how he wants things to get better. I said this in reply to Tim on Twitter, um, and I think you and I feel similarly about this. We want the team to win. It's better, even though the, the White Sox don't broadcast their games on the score, their fans are here. Like, let's let's keep it 100. And this is one of my frustrations with the White Sox overall. You can you can talk whatever you want about this being the Cubs flagship and 1000 being the White Sox flagship. I know where your fans are. They're listening here. Yeah, they're here. Every day from 10 until 2. So are all the White Sox. And guess what? The numbers bear it out. So the idea of well, we're going to silo and isolate everything. Go like ahead. that's ridiculous. Like it, it's really really a ridiculous stance. And I sympathize with players and I'm trying I'm trying really hard Ringo to be the shepherd. Um I sympathize with players who might not have the requisite and I, I don't even want to call it media literacy or media training because look those guys they, they spend their time playing baseball. I do think that there are people inside the organization that know better and could do better and aren't. And I think some of it is 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 active. Like, I, I think it's on purpose that, that that they don't. And that's one of the things that bothers me about it, that, that media is often and the score is often painted with a broad brush, that you don't look at things individually, and that you look for people to co-opt. And instead of understanding that, yeah, there are going to be times when from a logic standpoint, Dan and I are going to speak favorably about the White Sox because 
of something good that has happened, the equal is also true. That when things are bad, we're not going to paint a rosy picture just to paint a rosy picture. Not our job. It, we, it, it's but, not our job. But, 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 I, but here's the thing about it, though, Dan. We both love it when the White Sox are good. We love to continue to do shows about the White Sox kicking the snot out of Cleveland or Minnesota or Detroit. We'd love to do that. They haven't offered us that. So what is it supposed to grab onto for the positivity? And, and honestly, I think that we've tried. When we make the point of the organization itself drives us insane, but there's still the thing that we're holding on to because we love T.A., we love Eloy, we love Lucas, we love Liam, we love Lance. Luis. Absolutely. And that's the part that gets under my skin where it doesn't matter if we say that a hundred times. If, if we talk about the good things about the White Sox or the fun things about the White Sox a hundred times, if we ever stray into the land of real, which they deem to be negative, then that's the thing that causes folks to pop up in your text messages or them sending you messages or sending you messages passive aggressively through other people. This is what I, I would like to hear and see also. And I think... Nothing but the best so far of Pedro Grafol. Exactly. And I am looking forward to his leadership. I am thankful every day that Tony La Russa is gone. I would, and whether it's James Fegan or somebody else on the beat, I think it would be appropriate to ask the manager how he feels about his players and having a, a possibly contentious relationship with the media because I think you nip this in the bud. And I think you don't want the 04 Cubs. I think you you don't want the well no one believes in us and all that you prove the hater is wrong because that's that's lame and it's it is unbecoming and unbefitting of a major market team that is that has been around doing what it's been doing for this long in this game. That Pedro Grafal needs to tell his players we're bigger than that, we're better than that. And we're going to prove it on the field. We don't need to have this kind of heat loss by going all Tim Beckman and saying everybody in the state of Illinois should be pulling for the University of Illinois. Like, it's silly. And I, w- I would like Griffold to be asked about it. And I would like him to be on the record about this, to say this is not something we're going to talk about in the clubhouse. This is not something that we want to have festering because it's not going to make us better at baseball. I'd like to hear it from him. When we come back, something else about the reason why it matters that this is focused on Tim Anderson right now in another way that, mm-hmm. that, I, that I think points out how, how far we've this, gone, how far we've gone and, and where we are now. So we'll talk about that next. Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Changing the game, baby. Changing the game. Remember that? Remember hashtag change the game? That's how far we've come. That's how far all of our, our feelings about the team have moved. And using Tim Anderson as a marking point 
the after the bat flip, that electrifying inflection point mm-hmm. of White Sox culture and all of the effort that was put into like, wait a second, why don't we why don't we lean into this? Why don't we use this track instead of this track? And it was audacious and risky and it worked. It sure did, Dan, because you had White Sox fans that the old school White Sox fans that were like, oh, you know, button up your shirt and play. Even they were like, tuck in those chains. Even they were like, hey, Tim's our guy. You can't throw it our guy because you're upset because he homered off of you. It was a seismic change in White Sox fandom. And then Jerry got scared. And called in the baseball police. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the more stuff happened. You know, like, it grew. It grew, and, and, you know, Eloy's only got one button buttoned on his jersey. and No one yelled at Yvonne Calderon when he had that, that look. And, and, and fans were starting to get into it. Fans were really starting uh, right, like, to... Like, oh, we're that team. We can be that team. We can be the Padres let's, of the Midwest. Let's be that team. And people were totally fine with it. And it seemed like organizationally they were fine with it and then the owner it seems like got scared of it it was like you know what we need in here law and order and here come the baseball police crime problem crime problem crime problem add cops add cops add cops more money in the budget for cops wait hire tony larusa wait what and so here here comes the the all-time commissioner of the old school white (laughs) baseball police and and now and now we're with with Tim Anderson doing it's like how much heat loss how much is that asset the positivity and all of the capital that they had there is now like what well and I mean, now and now I, really now now he's bitching at Chuck Garfine for not being on board and and it's even like even if we want to go all the way up through the beginning of last year. And and I remember because I was actually hosting the post game show right on on the day where where Tim Anderson is is being called Jackie, and White Sox fans rallied behind that. Josh too. Donaldson stuff like you can't say that that's our guy. How dare you? And, and I thought it was honestly like one of the best moments of the year for the White Sox and Yasmani Grandal telling guys on the bench, look. I might get thrown out of this game because I'm going to say some stuff to that dude. The amount of people who are in the corner of Tim Anderson, both publicly and privately, when it came to that, is robust. And so my whole thing is is that the love that is shown from fans or the respect and in some cases restraint that is shown from the media is equal to the the interactions that you have, the belief that you have in these people. And I just wish that in some cases it was understood that okay, we're gonna we're gonna be able to go through and righteously decide when are the moments to jump out and when are the moments to jump in. And yet what is there to defend when we're talking about how the White Sox stumbled through last season? We're outplayed, we're out hustled. 
they were out hustled to the point that their now manager has mentioned often how when he was a bench coach in Kansas City, that he noticed the days when they knew. They took advantage of it. Correct. They lost games because of it. And and when you the Cleveland Guardians openly made fun of them in their victory celebration. Like, isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? You don't need us. You don't need us. The Cleveland Guardians said, what is it, F the White Sox? Yeah. F Tony La Russa? Like, they're, they're, you're no, opponent. They, they did the fire Tony fire, chant. Fire Tony. They openly, your actual opponents, were openly taunting you. How is that not enough? Like, it still makes my blood boil listening to Cleveland in their clubhouse. I don't play for the White Sox, and it still makes me angry. That's the Guardians. That's not media. That's the guys you play against for real. It shouldn't, you shouldn't need anything more than that. And you know, we had this discussion earlier in the year. It's the idea of why is that a better driving source than the people who believe in you? Like for all the things where where Tim is talking about positivity, yeah, this positivity, has been a theme of yours. Yeah, positivity. Why is it always that 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 drives you more? Like the, I want to shut up the doubters or the haters. Like we were talking about with Travis Kelsey. Say, so I want to make people proud. I want to make the people who believe in me proud for believing in why, me. Why? Why is it? Why? I mean, it's a larger question. I mean, it's not just specific to the White Sox, but. Why is it that that drives us on more than all the people who sincerely want to see you succeed? And and I think even like we've been mentioning, there's a group that's on this team. You know, Mike Clevenger is excluded as far as I'm concerned, but there's a group of guys on this team that we love, that we just love. And even some of the additions, Lance Lynn walked in here and we're like, he's exactly the type of dude that you want to root for. Yeah, the K-strut and grabbing his nuts after a strikeout and all that stuff. And being being honest about what's happened with his team and with his effort. There's a group of those guys that that White Sox, you know, I'm still a Moncada truther. Like, I'm still like, there's something great in there. Just you wait. Once he figures it out, nothing's going to hold him back. And I know that there are people who have totally fallen off. He, he's what Patrick Williams is to me. Yes. I'm I'm out here like, guys, Moncada's really good. I think. I hope that he's really good. Someone even texted in when we were talking about this earlier. We even kind of like Leori a little bit. Well, because he's now gotten to the point where it's almost like he's a pet. Yeah. Like he's he's yours. Like he might not be your favorite, but he's He's your, and the truth is, if you use him the right way, if you don't overuse him, he's still valuable, valuable breadcrumbs in the meatloaf. If he's your 26th man, we're going to talk about that to be the the point in the 12 o'clock hour. His name is going to come up because there's, yeah, there's, there's a point. 
There's a point that I want to make in that in that 12:45 segment that we have planned. All right, but but there's a group of these dudes. I think, quite honestly, it's the only thing left. It's the only thing left for White Sox fans to hang on to. That core group of dudes, and I, I know that Moncada is on the fringe of it. But T.A., Lance, Lucas, Liam, Eloy, Luis, there's a, there's a group of those dudes that people are like, that's the only thing, that's the only thing holding back White Sox fans from being like, you know what, <laughs> screw this team. Because <laughs> you look at everything else that's involved where you're not, you're probably now leaning more towards Rick can't do his job than you were before. I haven't even mentioned. I haven't talked about the the Andrews signing. Oh yeah, I've been I've been gone since then. He I, and I think that he's another guy like that. Like that's a positive like, thing. Like my my hope is that Andrews is the guy who can go to TA and be like, hey man, we don't we don't need that. But that we and the team needs more of that. The team needs more I, more of a, a veteran position player. And I like that signing. As, as a, that makes that is a decent signing, and to to have him say, "Yeah, I'll play second base," and for him to want to come back, it's great. I, but but that's somebody he doesn't have to hear it from me, and maybe not from Grafol. But he can say, "Hey, Tim, don't don't bother with that. Don't worry about it." Here's a strange thing, and I know that I guess I'm kind of part of the story now. Um, I actually have faith on in Tim working through this and figuring it out on his own. But but the thing is, is that I I almost don't want to blame the players for some of this because I do think that it's coming from different places um, organizationally. I think that the White Sox, for a long time, not just now, have used that. They've used, we're the second team in town and we deserve to be the first team in town. And look at the way that we're treated versus the way that the Cubs are treated. And that no one nationally remembers that they won the World Series. I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> that was kind of BS. That's accurate. Yeah, I mean, totally. come on. I know. So some of it's, it's, not, it's not paranoia if everybody is out to get you. Yes, but but they they tend to often forget that there are people that would love to celebrate some of the good things about their team and organization. When it's warranted. But that doesn't mean, because we celebrate it, doesn't mean that when you bleep the bed, that we're not, we can't be out here like, everything's great, man. Did you see that 11-1 loss last night? Man, the White Sox sure played hard when we don't see it. (laughs) That's the part that just, it, it, it sits with me. That's the message. Make it easy. Yeah. Make make it easy. Yeah. I think that your point, though, Dan, about Tim as an avatar, like if we just take Tim incidents and look at it, you can see a rise and fall. It's just too bad. It's another thing where so many of these issues with the White Sox, we come away saying, ah, that's too bad. Yep. And that's not a slogan. I like hashtag change the game a lot better than hashtag. That's eh, too bad. But the two years of the Larusa hire, what, 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 the, what that did to 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 throw so much cold water to take a, a blanket that snuffed out a positive fire, 
and 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 it's just too bad. I hope they can win their way to our comeuppance. Bring it on. I hope that they can they can do all these great things that they say that they they are able to accomplish and be able to rub our faces in every bit of it and say you guys didn't believe in this even though like we could totally make arguments for you if you would just history is prologue man and there's a lot of history that that needs to be ignored to make them feel better about some of this stuff the bulls have a new point guard i don't know if he's going to start i don't know what he's going to do but i'm not sure what the point of this is gotta get in someone's face man yeah headline for the acquisition of patrick beverly what's the point We'll ask Cody Westerland next on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.